This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us on the Roman guest line is a friend of show, one of our favorites, Coach James Young from Sports Grid. Coach, how you doing, sir? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Jay White knows a little bit about baseball. I mean, not a lot. You know, I, I, listen, I gave up, guys, in the sixth grade when I realized that in order to get to, on a base, you actually have to swing the bat. So my baseball career was very, very short. And thank God I'm six foot six. So I had something to back up on with basketball. And well, soccer wasn't it either. Well, coach, you could have you uh, drawn some walks, man. You All you have to do is hit one, then they start respecting you, they start pitching around you, brother. No man, listen. I may, I may, I may, I may miss my swing off a tee, so I'll just stick to hoops. Well, coach, speaking of hoops, how was your weekend? What did you have? Just remind the people of maybe some bets that you did hit over the weekend, uh, specifically in the NBA Finals on Sunday. And then, how are you kind of assessing what you saw moving forward with the next game coming up on Wednesday, um, which is way too far? Of course, like I talked to you guys last week, and and it was. Two games have been played in seven days, so right. that tells you uh, how excited uh, the NBA is. But you know they they got they got to get that chicken. Um, <laughs> in the game last night, you, you know what's terrible about these games is blowouts kill bets. I mean, let's be real about it. Playoff, if you have a blowout, you lose your bets. So I had Andrew Wiggins over sixteen and a half points. Didn't hit that because Andrew Wiggins barely played in the fourth quarter, if at all. Um, Andrew Wiggins is two plus three, uh, two plus threes. It's something I'm starting to play a lot because I just think they're hanging at number two low and he's getting shot attempts. So that's something that I played and will continue to play moving forward because I think he can knock the shot down. I think that you'll see more action with him in ball screen action as opposed to Draymond who can't make, uh, won't shoot or make threes. Uh, I had um, uh, Marcus Smart rebounds plus assists. And I mean, let's be honest, guys. I mean, oh my Lord. Between him, Robert Williams, and Al Horford, they were caliente basura. I mean, six points and eight fouls. I mean, I don't even. I mean, please, let's think about this. Listen, I'm sure you two are athletic. Can you make more than two points in an NBA game? Like, come on, yeah, don't I you think get so, at least a I think so. I think so. Thirty minutes. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So they they were hot trash. So those were my plays, and of course, I took the Warriors because I figured this: the Warriors threw a decent knockout punching game one. And Boston, you know, counterpunch. I thought that the Warriors were throw a harder knockout punch in the third quarter, which is starting to become a little bit of a problem for Boston. They did. So we'll see how they adjust. But uh, I do think this is going to be a long series. I'm curious, Coach, how you handicap or how you decide whether you want to play role player props. Because you have uh, Al Horford, 
who went absolutely uh, bananas game one and then did nothing game two. Uh, Derek White played much better in game one than game two. Same thing with Marcus Smart. Same thing with Grant Williams. And then also, I want to say on the other side of things, you've got Jordan Poole, who I don't know if you would consider him like a, a pure role player, but his game one was really rough and his game two was, was quite good. Yeah, you know what? Usually I like role players more, TK, at home than on the road. But there are some interesting things to look at. When you look at someone like Al Horford, you know, I think three to four times he got over 20 points. The next game, he usually has a dud. So I was almost, I almost faded going under his points. I think it was 11 and a half because he always seems to have this great game, you know, and then he turns around and has, you know, a, a really bad one. you got to remember, 20 points versus Miami, next game had five. 16 points versus Miami, next game had three. If we know about the back-to-back 22- and 30-point games versus Milwaukee, and that had eight. So it seems like there's some kind of regression with Al Horford the next thing. You've got to wonder, guys, like, are his minutes a little bit too much at this point where he may need to be more on the 25 or so minutes? So someone like that. Derek White's been pretty good, but you know you're going to see regression on that. You've got to realize, guys, out of the 13 assists that, that Jason Tatum had, nine of them were for threes. So you figured Golden State was going to adjust and not give these guys literally step in, shoot three. So that's someone that, you know, that I kind of figured it was going to be regression. On Golden State side, the guy that I've been riding and he missed last night is I just love the way we talked this before. I just love what Andrew Wiggins is doing. I, I just think he's playing at, a, at the level that we thought he was capable of. He's a little bit more aggressive offensively, so I like his props. I also like Andrew Wiggins a lot went live with his props. Because if you notice, guys, he doesn't come out the block shooting. It's kind of like, okay, let Steph be Steph, let Clay be Clay, let me hang around a little bit. So you may be able to get him at a lower number live because he usually doesn't really shoot much early in the game. Um, And the other one is this, and we could talk about this a little bit more. Guys, like, Clay Thompson does not look good. Yeah. No, Uh, I I said that to Quentin. He looks slow, Coach. He looks slow. But here's the thing, TK, like, think about this. He had the two worst injuries that a basketball player can have, and he had them back-to-back. Right. You know, so when you talk about, you know, an ACL tear, come back, you're ready to go, and then you tear your Achilles, like, it, it takes a while for him. So I, I, I've gone on record, and I said it earlier today with Scott Farrell on, on his show, I think Andrew Wiggins is the second-best player for Golden State. Yeah. I don't know if he's the second most important. I think that's Draymond. But I just think the way that Andrew Wiggins can defend, if he starts knocking down three-point shots consistently, he's going to be a problem this series because he seems to be the guy that they're also helping off of and daring to shoot. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're joined now by our guy, Coach James Young of Sports Grid. And uh, we're picking his brains about the NBA Finals. And the next time we see this Finals go down, unfortunately, is on a Wednesday. I, I really can't believe they have these guys playing every other day. On all the rounds leading up to this and now in the NBA Finals, we have to wait. It feels like four or five days between each game. But there is a lineup right now. Bet MGM is three and a half in favor of Boston, who is at home. Three and a half, if you're new to this, is Really saying it's a pick if this is on a neutral site, but they're just giving the three-and-a-half point advantage to the home team as home floor advantage. The total 212-and-a-half, minus 110 both ways, minus 160 to back Boston at home on the money line, plus 135 to back Golden State. Coach, how are you handicapping this game, and do you have a play on the side and or total, or you're still waiting this thing out as you uh, progress throughout the week? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting it out because it's such a long time, you know, chill. I mean, listen. I can understand, like, game two to game three, giving two days off, you know, going Sunday to Wednesday because of the travel playing Sunday night. But I don't understand game one to game two going, you know, Thursday, Sunday. They could have easily went Saturday night and played it and then turned around and played on Tuesday. So I don't know if that's – I don't know if this is a take on the NBA trying to lock in getting game four on Friday night. Um, but I, I do think – I'm waiting a little bit longer. I'm leaning towards the over – I think you're going to get a little bit better offensive. You're going to get a better offensive performance out of Boston. Um, they're going to be home. They're going to be juiced up. Um, but I, I have a sense, and I don't know which game yet. I, this is going to go back two-two to Golden State. Mm. I just have a feeling that Golden State's going to get one. I don't know if it's game three or game four. I'm going back and forth, and that really sets up to me game number five. And that if it's two-two, guys. Boston, to me, has to get game five. They have to get it, guys, because I don't trust them going down 3-2, winning at home, and then asking that young group to win a game. I know they beat my – but they almost blew it, too, guys. I'm not, you're asking them to get a game seven on the road. I think it's going to be too much of a tall tale. So I think Boston really needs to try and get two if they can. Um but if they can't, and it's two two guys, they they you gotta admit they gotta get game five. I don't, I would not like their chances in game seven. And uh, by the way, Kosha, what what do you think that Boston needs to fix in order for them uh, to to win those games or win game five or whatever game that they end up end up getting? Because here's the thing, it was very close game one all the way through uh, the first half, right? Golden State has the melee in the third quarter, and then they collapse. Then game two, it feels the exact same thing. Boston's up two, just like they were in game one. Third quarter melee, which they've been very, very bad in third quarters, and Golden State's been elite. And then, you know, Golden State doesn't take their foot off the gas like they did in game one. What's the blueprint? What are these? What is the, the Ime Udoka adjustment going to be in order for them to be able to, to sustain uh, that third quarter that Golden State does so well? Well, first things first, they got to stop this drop coverage stuff with Steph. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you're, you're, you, listen, the best thing to do with Golden State, honestly, especially when Steph gets going early, 
you got to get the ball out of his hands. Like, you got to get it. And the difference between them and Dallas guys is this. When Dallas gets the ball and you load up and you double-team him, they, they stop moving. Golden State is so much false motion and player and people moving. you got to stay connected for the entire shot clock. So get out of that drop coverage, double the ball hard, and then when the ball gets to dream on a Wiggins, you got to be able to rotate and rotate effectively. Um, I do think they tried to get physical with Golden State, and we could argue for days whether Draymond should have been thrown out for the second attraction. I don't think they would have thrown him out. If it was the first one, then he would have got a tech easy. So, you know, do you want to muck this game up? Because I think out of all the guys on the floor, Draymond's the toughest out of mm. all of them. And three, you've got to make Golden State do what they don't want to do, which is let's go back to Draymond. You've got to make him a score. Mm. you got to make him a score. you got to make him – be, not be the facilitator, the muscle, and the assist guy. You've got to make him be a scorer because you can tell, guys, he doesn't like shooting the ball, especially from three. Coach, before we get you out of here, we got to ask you this. So right now, Steph Curry is the favorite to win NBA Finals MVP at plus 100. Tatum right behind him, plus 135. Jalen Brown, plus 750. Al Horford, 40 to 1, and so on and so forth. Right now, is this Steph Curry's uh, to lose in your estimation, or who would you put your money on to win the Finals MVP? I think Steph, it is to, to you know, it's to lose. I think too, he's gonna, he's, they're gonna win. But here's the thing, I'll say real quickly: if you want to take a little flyer, I would right now. To me, Jalen Brown has been better than Jason Tate, mm. and I don't understand how it's so I far agree with of a that. gap between them. You know, but think about this: yes, he had a great game, 28 points. But guys, he had the worst plus minus in the history of the NBA Finals that they've been tracking. Minus 36. You know how hard that is. To be able to score by 36 on the floor and you score 28 points, Jalen Brown's been better. I'd rather put the plus 750 on him and take a little bit of a fly that he gets the finals MVP. Mm, you know what? That's that's a that's a good, I guess, segue into the offseason because I always thought this Tatum-Jalen Brown marriage wasn't going to work. And then this year really put me on silence because now look at them <laughs> in the NBA finals. But I still, with that hate deep down in my heart. They can't work they together. They can't work together. They can't work together. I think this offseason, you probably won't see any moving and shaking because they went to the NBA finals. But I think they I think mm -hmm. they need to separate. I don't know if both those guys can coexist because they kind of step on each other's toes. So that's all I'll say on that. Coach, thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon. The next time we talk to you, heck, it Probably won't even be game three yet, so I'm, I'm sure we'll we'll talk again. <laughs> all right. Y'all have a great show. Talk to y'all soon. Thank Thanks, you, Thanks, That's our guy, Coach James Young of Sports Grid. Joining us on the Roman Guest Line, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home, go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.